On today's Kids Corner, Liz and Spike get tangled up with two robbers, and they can't get away. Well, well, look at what we have here. Liz? Uh-oh. Look, guys, just let us go. We won't tell anybody. Oh, we know you won't, because we ain't gonna let you. Stay tuned. Time for Kids Corner. Hi, Liz. 30 minutes of adventure. Well, it's only the coolest and most popular club in school. With Liz, Lucille, Skink, Spike, Scooter, Grandpa Noli, and all their friends. It isn't Liz and Lucille. So get set for lifetime adventures. Oh, I can't believe this. On Kids Corner. That is one strange lizard. The Lacerda home is a very nice one, and they have some very nice things. One of their most prized possessions sits on their fireplace mantle. Liz was staring at it when his good friend Spike walked into the house. Liz? Uh, in here, Spike. Hey, I just saw your dad leave. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, got, got a big meeting in Clover. Your mom and Linda still out of town? Uh-huh, yeah, my aunts. So, what are you doing? Looking at my dad's pocket watch. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. It's more than just nice, Spike. It's beautiful. It's antique gold, you know. Wow. Is that more valuable than new gold? Well, sure. Anything that's old is worth more than something that's new. What about a car? What? A new car is worth more than an old car. Well, not if it's a vintage car. That's true. Okay, what about food? I mean, you wouldn't want to eat old food, right? You're not going to eat a watch, are you? Maybe, if I was hungry enough. Why do I even bother? Are you sure that's a watch? Of course. Why? I don't see a face on it. That's because it's got a cover on it that closes over the face. Oh. That's another thing that makes it an antique. Uh Uh-huh. Nice etching of a cow? That is not a cow. It's the likeness of a noble moose. Looks like a cow to me. That's because you have no taste. I have taste enough to know the difference between a cow and a moose. Watch it. So where'd you get this watch anyway? Ah, therein lies the tale. This watch is part of the oft-repeated Lacerda family lore. Yeah, what lore? It is one of the few heirlooms we own. It was given to my dad by his dad, who brought it with him from the old country. Europe? Uh, Cleveland. My grandpa owns a jewelry shop there. Oh. But the most important part of the story is how I am never supposed to touch the watch. Never? Ever. Wow. In fact, the last thing my dad said before he left was, Remember, son... Don't touch the watch. Well, that's good enough for me. Time's a-wasting. We need to get to the park and start playing. Come on. Liz. Ah, Liz, you're going to have to actually move if we're going to go. Liz, what's going on? Skink. Skink? Skink. I don't get it. What about him? Well, yesterday, Skink made some, well, really bad remarks about my family. Wisecracks about how his family is better than mine. So? So, his family isn't better than mine, and producing this watch at the park would prove it. Whoa, whoa, Liz, this is a bad idea. Why? For everything you just told me, oh, the whole lore thing. Yeah, well, you know, it's the family heirloom and all that. Yeah, but... And what about your dad's instructions? Look, I'll be careful. I just want to put Skink in his place for once. Liz. I'll have the watch back in place before Dad gets home. He'll be none the wiser. Liz. I'm doing it, Spike. Liz! But Liz was not to be stopped. Before Spike could say anything more, Liz gently lifted the watch off the mantel 
and put it in his pocket. Mm, nice fit. Oh, this is not good. Not good at all. Ah, you worry too much. Come on, let's get to the park. As it turned out, Spike had good reason to worry. At the park, Liz lost no time in finding Skink and the iguanas and parading the watch in front of them. Yeah, what do you say now, mister? I think I'm better than everybody else. Bet you've never seen anything like this. Careful, Liz. What? A really old pocket watch with a cow on its cover? It is a moose. And you're just jealous because your lousy old family doesn't have one. My family wouldn't want one. (laughs) Jealous, jealous, jealous. Suddenly, Skink's hand shot out and grabbed the watch out of Liz's hand. Hey! I told you! (laughs) Looks like I got your stinking little watch now, Liz. Give it back, Skink! (laughs) Oh, you want it back? Right now! Then go chase it! Skink threw it to one of the iguanas who threw it to another one. They played keep away with it as Liz jumped in vain to retrieve it. The game went on for several minutes. Liz tried in vain to get back his family heirloom. Finally, Skink tossed the watch high in the air close to Spike. I got it! Spike made a flying leap, snatching the watch out of midair. Run, Liz, run! Spike and Liz took off running. But by now, Skink and the iguanas had tired of the game. Ah, let him go, boys. Let him have his dumb old watch. Liz and Spike went down the street a ways and turned into an alley where they stopped. (sighs) They're not following. Oh, good. (sighs) Here's your watch. Oh, thanks, Spike. That was close. I'd better get it back home right Hey, the face is open. (sighs) Must have happened when they were playing catch with it. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 What, 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 what? Uh, The watch. It isn't running. It's broken. When Liz discovered his dad's watch was broken, he was frantic. No, no, no. What am I going to do, Spike? What am I going to do? You'll have to tell your dad the truth. Are you crazy? can't do that. Why? Hello, I broke the number one rule. Don't touch the watch. My dad will kill me. He will kill me. Your dad is not gonna kill uh-huh. you. My dad would kill me. Well, Your dad is cool. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Just don't. Okay, alright, okay. Well, I'll think about it. Think about it? Yeah. Meanwhile, maybe there's a way to get the watch fixed? Liz. Come on, Spike, help me out here. Alright, alright. Well, how about a jewelry store? Yeah. Yeah, a jewelry store, that's a great idea. But I don't know where one is. Hey, there's a phone booth. Spike, you can't get a watch fixed in a phone booth. No, the phone booth has a phone book. We can look up a jewel. Oh, yeah, right. They rushed to the phone booth, grabbed the book, and looked up jewelers. Here's one. Jewelry and watch repair. Reasonable rates. Sounds just like what we need. Great. Oh, wait. What? This guy's downtown. That's pretty far. Yeah, you're right. So I guess we go back to your place and wait for your dad. (laughs) No way. Downtown it is. Let's go. Liz and Spike grabbed a bus and headed downtown, something Liz would have never done on his own if he hadn't been so desperate. About a half hour later, they found the watch-repairing jeweler. Uh, Sure, I can fix it. Uh, Probably just needs a new spring. Uh, I'll even polish up the cow on the cover. It's a moose. Cow, moose. Either way, it'll cost you a ten spot. $10? 
You know of another kind of ten spot? But but I don't have ten dollars. Oh, boy. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Because you look like a nice couple of young men, I'll do the job for my one-time-only discount price of $5. Ah, that's great. Thanks. Only, I don't have $5 either. How about four? No. Three? Uh Uh-uh. Two? Sorry. How much money do you have? Whoa, um, none. Look, kid... I'm in a charitable mood, but not that charitable. Oh, no. <sighs> I've got five dollars. Are you sure, Spike? You'll pay me back later. Uh-huh. If not, I know where you live. Oh, thanks, Spike. Mr. Jeweler? It's a deal. Come back in 15 minutes. I'll have it done then. Thanks. While the jeweler fixed the watch, Liz and Spike walked to a nearby coffee shop and grabbed a cold drink, which Spike also paid for. Then they headed back to the jewelry shop. Thanks again for the drink, and for paying for the watch. Yeah, no problem. But you know, you really do need to tell your dad what happened. Oh, I know I should. But now I won't have to. <laughs> this is so weird. What is? You're starting to sound like me, and I'm starting to sound like you. Huh? What do you mean? Well, usually I'm in the fix, and you're trying to talk me into doing the right thing. The Christian thing. Uh-huh. But this time, you're in the fix, and I'm trying to talk you into doing the right thing. Uh, yeah. The Christian thing. It's like the roles are reversed, you know? It's... Weird? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Spike, I've been thinking, maybe I should... But before Liz could complete his statement, a truck suddenly whipped around the corner behind them, raced down the street, and screeched to a stop right in front of the jewelry store. Whoa! Oh, that was close! Liz and Spike saw two seedy-looking lizards jump out of the truck and run into the store. What's your hurry, dudes? Where's the fire? Quiet, Spike. There's something wrong here. Come on! They ran up to the jewelry store, crouched in front of the big window, and peered inside. They couldn't believe their eyes. Put it in the bag, old man. Okay, okay, just take it easy. They're robbing the place. Cool. No, not cool. No, right, I mean, cool in a not cool sort of way. Yeah. Sorry. Hurry up, old man. All of it. The the watch. Uh, That's my watch. Liz, get down. But that's my watch. It's your dad's watch. Whatever, they're stealing it. Yeah, and they're also a lot bigger than we are. Now stay down. And get the tools to the display case. I'll get the register. All right, all right. Just hurry up. Let's go. I gotta get that watch back. Now. I got it. Come on. Come on where? The truck. What? Who are you, super lizard? They crawled along the sidewalk and up to the truck and then quickly hopped into the back. Are you crazy? Shh, here they come. Liz and Spike covered themselves with a bunch of smelly burlap sacks just as the thieves burst out of the jewelry shop. Let's go, let's go, let's okay, go. Okay, okay, all go, right, go. all right, get it started. Help, police, I've been robbed. Go, Help. Go, 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 go. The thieves took off with Liz and Spike in the back of the truck. Great. Now what? They have to stop sometime. When they do, we'll wait until they're not looking and get the jewels and my watch back. Just for the record, I want to say I think this is a bad plan. The thieves drove for about an hour out of town and over a bumpy dirt road, making Liz and Spike very carsick. Finally, the truck stopped momentarily and one of the thieves got out. Hurry it up! All right, all right. Keep your scales on! Liz and Spike peered out from under the burlap. This must be their hideout. It's near the riverfront. Watch it! They ducked down again as the thief walked back up. Okay, okay, back it up! Liz and Spike could feel the truck back up. 
Suddenly, the sunlight that filtered through the burlap sack disappeared. The truck squealed to a stop, and the engine turned off. Put the bushes back in front of the opening. I'm going to take a look at the loot. Wait a minute. Why can't I take a look at the loot? You can, just as soon as you put the bushes back in front of the opening. Okay, that makes sense. We're in a cave. Yeah, a dark and spooky cave. Did I mention that I think this is a really bad plan? Oh, Doc! Hey, Howie, uh, I think we need some new bushes out front. Uh, the ones out there now are looking pretty ratty. Never mind the bushes, Fillmore. Take a look at this hall. Howie and Fillmore? Yeah. They sound like a comedy act. Come on. Liz and Spike crept further back into the cave and finally came upon the thieves. They were in a small cavern. Two other caves branched out in different directions. The thieves sat at a table lit by a gas lamp examining the jewels. Liz and Spike hid behind a rock and watched. <laughs> that was a, a pretty easy job. Like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of nice stuff here, too. <laughs> oh, look, earrings. <laughs> uh, they don't do a thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the flour barrel. We got to get this stuff packed up and on the boat. Right. I want to be out of the country by tonight. Yeah, it's good. The thieves walked down one of the branch tunnels. When they were out of sight, Liz and Spike ran up to the table. I don't see the watch. It must still be in the bag. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Liz, we should go to the police. We drove for an hour, Spike. We don't even know where we are. I do. I go camping around here. It's not that far from town. Okay, good. Then we'll take the watch back home and then talk to the police. By that time, these guys will be gone. Look, if you want to go to the police first, go ahead. I just want to get this watch home. I can't believe you, Liz. <sighs> All right, then. Let's take all of the jewels. We have descriptions of the robbers, and we know what their plans are, so the police can still nab these guys. I don't think so. Huh? Liz and Spike looked up. The thieves were standing right in front of them. Well, well, look at what we have here. Liz? Uh oh. Liz and Spike were cut off. The two thieves stood between them and the entrance to the cave. Liz held up the watch. Look, Howie, Fillmore, all I want is the watch. It's a family heirloom. Oh, you even know our name. Nice going, Liz. Sorry. Look, guys, just let us go. We won't tell anybody. Oh, we know you won't, because we ain't gonna let you. You'll have to catch us first. Liz turned over the table, upending the jewels. The jewels! Grab the lamp and run, Spike! Oh, which way? Through the other cave. This way! Get up! Let's go! But, but, but the jewels! Forget the jewels! They ain't going nowhere! Get those kids! The thieves chased Liz and Spike further back into the cave. I want to say, one more time, that this was a bad plan. Oh, just keep running! Hey, look! Look up ahead! It's a light! It's a cave exit! Go! 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 Liz and Spike raced for the opening and finally made it, only to find... Whoa! Are you nuts? That looks older than Grandpa Anoli. Would you rather face them? All right, all right. Rope bridge. Come on. Liz and Spike inched out onto the old rope bridge. They were high above the water and could see a boat chugging by below. But just when they thought it might be okay... Liz! What? The ropes are snapping. What? Ah! The bridge snapped, and Liz and Spike plummeted down toward the water. Only they didn't hit the water. Instead, they landed right in the middle of a huge bunch of... Fish? Ugh! 
This is a fishing trawler full of a day's catch. We're all right. (laughs) Hey, Spike, where's the watch? What? The watch. I dropped it when we hit all these fish. Do you see it? I... Hey, uh, wait, yes, I see it. I see... Oh, 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 no! Got it! Yeah. Yeah. Is it still running? Yes! It's all right. A little smelly, but it's all right. Oh, good. Well, good about the watch. But now we're stuck on a fishing trawler headed for who knows where. An hour later, the trawler finally docked. Liz and Spike got off and discovered that they were in... Clobber. Oh, great. Just great. How are we going to get home from here? Looks pretty hopeless. Oh, and all because I disobeyed Dad's rules. Okay. You can say I told you so now, Spike. Spike? What's wrong? I don't believe it. Look! Spike pointed and Liz looked. There at the loading dock were Grandpa Anoli and Granny Gecko. They were standing next to Grandpa's truck supervising the loading of farm equipment. Yay! They can give us a ride back to our neck of the woods. Come on! Liz took off toward Grandpa and Granny and then suddenly stopped dead in his tracks. So suddenly that Spike ran into him. Oh! What in the world? Get down! Get down, Spike! Behind those barrels! Quick! Liz! Shh! Quiet! Why? What's going on? Look! Liz pointed through a small space between the barrels. Spike looked and saw Liz's dad walking toward Grandpa and Granny. This is a good time for you to tell him the truth. If you don't, I will. No, no, wait. Listen. Grandpa, Granny, thanks for bringing my glasses. I can't read anything without them. Uh, Not a problem, Harry. (laughs) We needed to pick up some farm equipment anyway. I have to get back to my meeting, but before I go, I wonder if you could do me another favor. Mm, Sure. What is it? Well... You know, never mind. Oh, come on, Harry. Now, what is it? Well, I was going to ask you to check on Liz when you get back home. Mm, Check on him? Yeah. I had a funny feeling when I left this morning, Mm. like Liz was up to some sort of mischief. But I need to learn to be more trusting of Liz to give him a chance. Well, we'll be happy to do it if you want. Sure. No, that's all right. Listen, thank you both once again. I'll see you at home. Okay, Harry. Harry. Uh, Bye-bye, Harry. Well, Granny, let's uh, get back to that equipment, huh? That's right. Well, aren't you ashamed? You need to tell your dad the truth. I can't. Didn't you hear what he said about trusting me? I can't let him down now. Well, how are we going to get back home? I have a plan. Oh, no, not another plan. (laughs) Follow me. About a half hour later, Granny and Grandpa were on the road home. Mm, a truck sure is sluggish with all that extra weight on it. Oh, that's understandable. It's mm. farm equipment, after all. Yeah, but it seems like there's even more weight than the equipment. Hmm. You want to stop, Grandpa? Mm. No, nah, nah. I think we'll be all right. Okay. And they continued on their merry way, while back under the tarp with the farm equipment. We're heading home, Spike, oh, buddy. We are heading home. It's about time. Yeah. A couple of hours later, Liz and Spike were snoozing away when they were jolted awake by the truck stopping. I think we're here. Oh, boy. That was some trip, huh? Oh, sure was. Well, we better get this equipment in your barn, Granny. All right, Grandpa. Why don't you give me a hand with this tarp, huh? Oh, no. Uh, Tell you what, why don't you come in for a glass of iced tea first? (laughs) You don't have to tell me twice. All right. That was close. Yeah, too close. I'm sure glad to be back, though. Okay, according to the watch, we have 20 minutes until Dad gets home. Just enough time to get the watch back on the mantle. I don't believe this. You still haven't learned your lesson. Look, there's no time for chit-chat. Let's go! 
They rushed back to Liz's house as fast as they could, dodging playmates, mud holes, fences, and other obstacles on their way. Finally, they arrived at Liz's house. Okay, now the watch goes back on the mantle. There, and no one's the wiser. Just in time, too. Here comes your dad. Uh, Okay, look natural. Liz, you have to tell him. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. Now look natural. Hi, boys. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mr. Lacerda. So, how was your day? Oh, fine. Yours? Oh, good. good. Well, everything seems to be in its rightful place. Oh, well, why wouldn't it be? I can think of a good reason. Shut up. Oh, it, I just know how much you like the watch here. But it is still there, see? Yeah. Dad turned to go, then stopped, looked at the watch more closely, and then picked it up and opened the cover. I thought I heard ticking. This is very peculiar. What? The moose? I think it's a cow, actually. But no, uh, the watch itself. It's running. Well, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) Because it hasn't worked since your grandpa gave it to me 20 years ago. What? What? I don't believe it. (laughs) Do you know anything about this, Liz? Uh, Yeah, Liz. um, uh, Know anything about it? Yes? Is there something you want to say? Well... (sighs) Liz. Liz, wait, wake up. Are you you okay? Oh. Oh. Hi, Dad. Liz, it's time to tell the whole truth. Well, um, Well, Liz, what happened? Well, uh... Come on, Liz, uh, tell me. Well, uh, you see, this morning after you left, Uh um, Spike and I got to talking about Skink. And Skink, he really bugs me because he thinks his family is better than mine. So anyhow, I was showing Spike the watch, and he thought it was really cool. Um, so Spike is the one who gave me the idea to take it and show it to Skink. What? Because uh, Skink is always showing off all the stuff his family has. Well, anyhow, we went to the park, and I showed it to Skink, but then Skink took it away from me, and he and the iguanas were playing keep away with it. So it was really Skink's fault. I didn't give it to him. He he took it away from me, Dad. Liz. But then we got it back and got out of there. And then Spike noticed that the watch wasn't working. Oh, boy. Uh, so we found a jeweler to fix it, but he said it would cost five bucks. And, of course, I didn't have the five bucks, so Spike came up with the money. I mean, if Spike hadn't paid for it, none of this other stuff would have happened. Liz, you got to be kidding. Well, but while it was at the jeweler, some crooks robbed the jewelry store and took the watch. So it really wasn't my fault. If the robbers didn't steal the watch, everything would have been okay. Okay. Well, so oh. Spike and I jumped into the thief's truck so we could get the watch back. What? Well, yeah, that's what we did. Oh, and so when the truck stopped, we got out and found the watch in the thieves' hideout, which was a cave near the river, and we grabbed the watch, and the thieves chased us, and then we ran onto a rope bridge, and the rope bridge broke, and we fell into a pile of fish on a fishing trawler, and the watch fell with us. But we found it in the pile of fish, and then we jumped ashore off the boat, and we saw you with Grandpa and Granny, but we didn't want you to see us, so we sneaked into the back of Grandpa's truck and hid there until we got back to Granny's house, and then we ran back home, and I put the watch back just in the nick of time. So you see, this whole thing was just a bunch of unfortunate incidents that created all this trouble. Liz! I mean, really, it's no one's fault. I don't believe this. Liz, you know what I'm thinking? Or what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that this isn't working. Liz, it's time for you to take responsibility. I know, Dad, 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 I, I know what you're thinking. This whole thing is my fault. Well, how about that? I can't believe my ears. Some people have to learn their lesson the hard way, and that's me. I'm sorry. And Spike, I'm sorry I blamed you. Will you forgive me? You bet, Liz. And I'm really sorry I disobeyed you, Dad. You trusted me, and I blew it. Please, will you forgive me? I forgive you, Liz. 
Sometimes you have to obey, even when it doesn't make sense. When I tell you something, you need to trust that I usually know best and obey what I say. You know, I learned something from all this, too. Thanks, Mr. Lacerda. Yeah, Dad. Thanks. Liz and Spike have had quite an adventure today, haven't they? I sure hope now that Liz understands the importance of Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything. That pleases the Lord. God wants us to obey both our parents and His commandments. It is the very best way to live.